This is John the Baptist. He is risen from the dead. Good morning, Christian America. That's what, you know, that's what the uh, religious leaders thought when they saw Jesus. They didn't know any better. They thought that he was somebody that he wasn't. They were worried. They were scared. So many times are we scared in the way the world tells us that, that we should act, that we should, where we should be going. And, and if we're not living by the rules of the world, then we, we tend to, to have fear, anxiety. Let's put all that stuff aside and trust in God and who he really is. And today, in, in today's scripture, as we, as we delve down into Matthew uh, chapter 14, they're talking about John the Baptist and who he was and who he wasn't. And from that, we gain an insight about who Jesus was and, and, and who he wasn't. So let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company. Coming to you again on another Wednesday. Those of you who follow the podcast know that on Wednesdays, we come to you with a section, a chunk, a piece, a tidbit of Scripture as we walk slowly through the New Testament, slowly through these stories, slowly through these lessons. We try to gain as much knowledge and as much wisdom as we can as they're packed with so much. What does Scripture tell us? What does it tell us about back then? What does it tell us about today? What does it mean What did it mean for their lives and what does it mean for our lives? What did it mean for their community and what does it mean for our community? How do we take these lessons of the past and translate them into the present so that we can live out the life we're supposed to live, that we're meant to live in the future? Sometimes reading an entire chapter of the Bible all at once, you you, you miss too much. You miss all the important lessons you miss uh, and you don't have a chance to think about all the nuances that scripture has to offer all the wisdom all the insight and so that's what we try to do here every Wednesday on the Good Morning Christian America podcast we take tidbits and snippets in order verbatim of scripture And we give them to you guys because we know it's difficult. We know not everyone has time to read scripture or then have time to decipher and think about it in these contexts. So that's what we're here for. And we're here for you. And so today we're continuing down our journey and we're starting on Matthew chapter 14. And in Matthew chapter 14, you know, up until now, Jesus is living his living out his ministry. He started his ministry. He's doing healing and he's teaching his followers and he's gaining discipleship. And he's speaking in parables. He's talking about not only how to live this life right, which he does in detail from, you know, chapters five, six, seven, up until the, how to live and gain entry and access to the kingdom of heaven and what the kingdom of heaven would look like what it'll be like when that time comes, when the 
when the, when the weed will be sorted from the wheat. And so chapter 14, though, it's kind of like an offshoot. It talks about Herod and, and what the religious leaders that were surrounding Herod, who they thought Jesus was. And so we do a little flashback right here in Matthew as to find out what happened to John the Baptist. Because if you remember a few months back, we talked about what Jesus says about John the Baptist. Jesus says, there has been no one, no man, born of the earth, greater than John the Baptist. John led the way. John baptized Jesus. John was that lone voice that the scriptures and the prophets foretold crying out in the wilderness, laying the way for Jesus. He baptized, as John said, I baptize with water, but the one to follow will baptize with fire. The Messiah, which he was not, but Jesus is. But no one gets that. And this passage, not even the religious leaders of their day understood. And so if you turn to your Bibles in chapter uh, Matthew chapter 14, it starts and it says, At the time of Herod, the, the, the Terarch, heard the reports about Jesus. And he said to his attendants, This is John the Baptist. He has risen from the dead. That is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Now Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people because they considered John a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced for the guests and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she said, give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. And the king was dis distressed, but because of his oaths and his dinner guest, he ordered that her request be granted and had John beheaded in prison. His head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl who carried it to her mother. John's disciples came and took the body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. So this is a distressful passage this week. John who laid the groundwork for Jesus, John who laid the path for Jesus, John who baptized Jesus and opened the heavens. When the Holy Spirit, when they said the Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove, and God spoke and said, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. John created the scenario on earth for this thing. And now he's paid the price. He spoke truth into the world. He said to the leaders of his of the kingdom, 
you are doing wrong. You're marrying someone you shouldn't marry. You're doing wrong. This is illegitimate. This is sinful in nature. This goes against our values. This goes against what God wants. Repent and be saved. And because of that truth, because he spoke out, because he stood his ground, because he did what God called him to do, he was imprisoned, he was tortured, and he was beheaded. My friends, we see this today. We see that the powerful and the elite that control our nation, that control our communities, that control our media, that control our press, that control all of these entities of authority or previous entities of authority that still hold a place in our society. If you speak out against them, if you stand up for the truth when they're doing wrong, you will be publicly shamed, you will be publicly beheaded, imprisoned, tortured. That is why they do these things. That is why leaders do these things to people who speak out against them. That's why the devil is so strong on this world. It's because those leaders are more infatuated with the world than they are with God, or they don't believe in God, or they stay as far as far away from God and religion as possible. Even the ones that claim to be religious, even the ones who claim to be believers, as Herod here and his community, his, his, his council, his attendance, as scripture says, and their professed education and love of the law of God. These people aren't living up to God's law. They're just pretending to. They're subverting God's law to keep themselves in power, to keep themselves enriched, to keep themselves in charge so they can continue to lord over the rest of us, continue to lord over those who seemingly have not. Is that not any different from today? Where you see people on television, you see people in media, you see people in political office, you see people that have authority on this world, authority in this world, going against the word of God, going against the beliefs, going against the values of this nation all pretending that they are believers all pretending that they that they are they're seeking Christ first not everybody is like that but boy are there many that are it's important ladies and gentlemen that you and we us Individually stand up for what is right, believing, no, first of all, knowing what is right, 
knowing what is right. Where do we find out where is what, what's right, Eddie? Right here in Scripture. It's important that we know what is right, that we understand what is right, and then to speak it every chance we get, to speak it truthfully and honestly, forthrighteously, unequivocally, unapologetically. And when we see hypocrisy from our worldly leaders, from our community leaders, from our organizational leaders, that we call it out for what it is. That we understand it and we call it out and we stand strong for it. Knowing that when we do, those leaders will come after us the way Herod came after John. It's not going to be pretty and it's not going to be easy. But what do we know happened? More than 2,000 years later, we still know of John the Baptist. We still know of his good works. We still know of his good deed. We still know of the importance that he played in our lives and the lives of this world, setting the stage for Christ to come, playing his part in the divine plan. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I would gladly take a public execution to stand up for truth, to stand up for righteousness, to stand up for Christ, and have those remember 2,000 years later. It's not a tragedy what happened to John the Baptist. It is something to be marveled at. It is something to strive for. To embrace your destiny. Embrace your role in the divine plan. To bring Christ to the people. Because that's what he did. He brought Christ to the people. He laid out the path for him. That is our lesson today. That is the lesson of this scripture. Do not be deceived by those in authority. Do not be fearful of those Because their deeds, if their deeds are wrong, they need to be called out for them. Because if you and I don't speak up, if the truth never comes out, the next generation doesn't know that it's wrong. And if the next generation doesn't know that it's wrong, then it not only does it continue, but it multiplies. And the word gets subverted. It's the dangers of false prophecy. The dangers of subverting the word of God. And we're all susceptible to the, that if we don't know what Christ says, if we don't know scripture ourselves, if we don't delve into the text, if we don't understand what's being taught, we're at risk 
of losing it. Don't lose it. Stand strong. Understand it. Meditate on it. Learn it. Breathe it. Be a doer of the word. So that those around you can recognize it. Be the lamp that we don't put under a a bushel. Be the salt of the world or the salt of the earth that we may make life better. Because if we don't, then we're tossed out and trampled underfoot. Be the light of the world that we're called to be and stand firm in our values and our beliefs in Jesus Christ. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a Christian, Christian American tea tank, sweatshirt, long sleeve tea like the one that I have on right here. And it's very comfy, by the way. Uh, sweatshirts or hoodies because winter is coming. Fall is here and winter is on its way. You're going to want to snuggle up and bundle up with some Christian American apparel. So go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a Christian American apparel if you want to contribute. And we encourage you to contribute to the Christian American Dialogue Like us, share us, follow us, DM us, tweet us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, and subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast, either on audio form and any place they have a a podcast uh, platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or, and even preferably, go to YouTube.com. Search Good Morning Christian America and subscribe to the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. We are having we're having some major issues broadcasting this podcast on Facebook. And I think we all know why, but we won't get into it. But we can ensure that you have access and you're updated with the every episode of the Good Morning Christian America podcast by going to our YouTube channel, youtube.com, and clicking on Good Morning Christian America and clicking on the subscribe button. That way you get updates, you get emails every time a new podcast comes out. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We try to come to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And this podcast is for you guys. We're here to inform and inspire and educate. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday when we focus on the family, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.